Welcome to Talking with Tremaine, a health and fitness show featuring Tremaine and David Ellis. Together, this husband and wife co-host team will bring you the benefits of what can be your best life. It all depends on your mindset and understanding of what a fit and healthy lifestyle can truly be. Now, here is Tremaine and David. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another week of the Talking with Tremaine show. I am your host, Tremaine, here with my husband and co-host, David. The best co-host and the best husband on the radio. Yep, the best one on the Talking with Tremaine show. Hands down, absolutely. Hands down, (laughs) hands down. So, as always, we would like to thank you all for tuning in with us for yet another week uh, our overseas listeners, thank you for tuning in. And before we kind of really get started, I, I think we we have a bone picking to do. Because the last two weeks. Oh. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, y'all let us get, a, get away with not giving out any homework for the last two weeks. So just just beware. It's coming, but it's all good. We know you're keeping active regardless of, you know, whether or not we give you something specific to do. So it's all good. Yeah. Um, you guys. Wow. You And you've been real quiet about that, too. That's what makes it so bad. I thought we had love. Like, geez. Right. But it's all good. It's all good. So that means we're going to have to stack the... the um, homework for the next few weeks so quick question though (laughs) as we're still on this whole chicken sandwich (laughs) battle we kind of talked about it last week we still haven't still haven't tried it we'll keep you posted but for those of you who have we enjoyed i guess that kind of maybe that was the homework from last week because we did ask them if they do the, the chicken sandwich challenge send to send in. us in. So we did get a few, um, couple of videos. We got some, some posts, some submissions on your thoughts about it. So we'll take that. So we'll, we'll give y'all a slide from last week. We'll say that was your homework from last week. Yeah. But again, y'all just let us, just let us get off the air and then you say nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> it's all good, though. But, yeah, so we had a great show last week. Um, we are hoping that now that school's back in, that you're still making sure that you're taking care of yourself. If you had to adjust your schedules in order to, you know, get it in. I know a lot of times during the summer months, your schedule because of different activities that you're kids may be participating in it may vary a little bit but as we mentioned last week it's okay if your routine changes because your schedule changes but what we don't want you to do is just say oh well you know I used to work out at four o'clock but now I gotta go pick up my kid from school just find another time to do it hashtag no excuses hashtag be intentional hashtag Hit us up at info at talkingwithtremaine.com for a little motivation. That's one. Not random at all. But as always, we've got 
another great show for you. We kind of talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, you know, it's it's that time of the year. Are you ready for some football? Oh, yeah. So it's, it's about to get real, real around here. For me, you know, I, as you all know, I know our loyal listeners know, I am... Oh, Lord. Whatever. Whatever, dude. <laughs> I am a diehard Florida State Seminoles fan. Win, lose, or draw, I'm rooting for them. I'm, I'm talking trash for them about them. Doesn't even matter. If you cut me, I bleed garnet and gold. I'm just saying. That's that's how I roll. Yeah, yeah. But, however, today's guest, he went to an HBCU like I did. Although he went to an HBCU before me because he graduated <laughs> before me, of course. So, and that's yeah. all good. No love lost. As, as, long as, as long as he's not a gator, I'm cool. I mean, you know. Yeah. He's a bison. Right. They kind of trample over gators, and they trample over the Seminoles. Just saying. Just saying. Be careful what you say. Yeah, be, be very <laughs> careful what you say. You can talk a lot of trash when you never played us. I'm just saying. Hey. I'm just saying. Therefore, you never know who would have won that game. You're right. But we do know who's got some national championships under their belt. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just saying. Just, okay. just saying. National championships and scandals. And you okay. see, that was silence right there. There we go. That's how you get them quiet. Nope. I mean, <laughs> if if that's wh- if that's where you want to go, we can go there. I'm just saying. Yeah. But anyway, today's Boy, guess, people like to hate on us for whatever reason. You got no dog in the fight, but yet you just hate on us so bad. I just can't understand. So again, moving right along. Today's guest, uh, good friend of mine. I actually grew up with, well, kind of grew up with Marcus. I met him when I was in middle school. He was in the eighth grade. I was in the sixth. He is actually the god brother to my best man that was in the wedding. Uh, never ran up against Marcus in football practice. However, I ran up against one of his other guys that that was with him, and all I remember is I was laying, looking at the sky, blinking my eyes because I just got ran over. Um, I was a small guy in school. I didn't start growing until the tenth grade. But yeah, so no Marcus for some years. I followed his career for the most part. And uh, we have him on the show today, so we're going to give him a little a little section to talk here uh, coming up in the second segment. But, again, you guys are right back into school. You're probably uh, right back in the routine. And we hope that you guys have already got the routine to where your workouts are and what have you. Uh, so, yeah. Absolutely. So... Again, as always, I mean, we, we're very excited about uh, this show today and very excited about our guests on. And a couple weeks ago, we, were, we had um, Chantel Sheriff on who was talking about the supplements. And I mentioned, <laughs> I mentioned when I ran my first race 
uh, my first half marathon, it was Chantel and another friend of ours. That was actually Marcus's wife that ran with us. And they, they set me up for the okie doke. <laughs> They're like, yeah, come up here and start with us. They didn't tell me to pace myself. So, yeah. But it was all good. I had fun. Um, I finished I finished the race. I ran the entire race. I didn't stop. I didn't walk. So, it was all good. So, but, you know, and this is this is one good thing, too. It's just when we're talking about staying active, staying fit, it's very important who we surround ourselves with because, you know, we feed off of each other. We motivate each other. And so if, you, if you're in a group where you're the only one who's mindful or wanting to make changes, not just in uh, physical fitness, but just living a healthy lifestyle, and everyone else is like, ah, nah, let's just go to Popeye's instead or let's just not do this, then you may want to rethink, you know, your circle of friends, but it's good stuff. Yeah, they always say if you're the smartest person in the in the room, you need to change rooms. Right. So that's what I can always say that I'm glad I'm not ever the smartest person in the room, unless I'm in the room of like babies who can't really talk. And sometimes I think they have me on that intellectual level, right? Because they know how to get milk and all that stuff. And <laughs> Tremaine's face just frowned. <laughs> Not sure where that was going, but um, uh, I was just saying stuff, filling the airwaves. That's all. Gotcha, gotcha. So for our loyal listeners, if you remember back in March, um, during March Madness time, we had um, Tyrell Nelson on the show, and we were talking about fitness training for collegiate athletes. So what? Um, what our special guest for today is on with us, we're talking about, and I don't, I don't think that made sense <laughs> what I just said. <laughs> I, that did not come out right. But for our show today, uh, we're going to be talking about fitness training for pro athletes. So this is going to be very interesting and it's going to be great. I'm excited to kind of see and hear the difference between you know, what Tyrell talked with us about being a collegiate athlete and um, Marcus here today as far as being a pro athlete and a collegiate athlete. So he can tell us from both sides. Yeah. So with football season coming up, it only made sense, you know, to bring him on for this. And we we're super excited, super honored um, that he took us up on our on our invitation to join us here today. And actually, I think. Football season starts tomorrow. Does it? Yeah. The Thursday night football. Uh, I forgot who was playing. Um, I, I had it. Gotcha. But I looked it up last week um, and forgot that quick. Yep. Good stuff. I have to, I have to be honest. I, I don't stay as up to date on the um, professional games. I'm a, I'm a Dolphins fan. I'm going to put that out there. I'm here in Carolina. I root for the for the Panthers, you know, because I'm here. But, you know, deep down inside, got to root for the home team. And, you know, that's <laughs> not a whole lot of rooting for, you know, winning. However, wow. loyalty is key. And there is out the gate, we cannot interview anyone from the Miami Dolphins now <laughs> because of that comment. <laughs> hey, again, win, lose, or draw. 
Well, yeah, you do have a point. You are a Dolphins fan. I'm a Dolphins fan. But see, the thing is, we don't get to see many of their games up here unless they're playing the Panthers. Yeah, it's kind of like the blackout. Um, I forgot what it is. It's a rule. If you're in so so close to the stadium, they won't actually play the game. Um, But I think they're in the same conference, right? I think. Mm, they might be. I don't know. Not sure, but it's all good. But yeah, so we're just gonna keep this show rocking and rolling. We got some time, so tell us what you guys have been up to. What school? What classes? Uh, you know, I used to tutor math. However, that is uh, not anymore. And if I do tutor, I just make sure you ask the kids to bring home. Uh, some good notes that way I can go off of it. But yeah, and thanks, thanks for messing up my commute to work. <laughs> Still haven't gotten used to having to leave a little bit earlier now that school's back in and the buses are out and all that good stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. So we talk a lot about fitness, um, and today we're going to talk about the fitness. Training for pro athletes, like it's a lot of pro pro sports. The major ones are football, of course, basketball, baseball, and soccer has actually come up big time. So there's different training for each one of those sports. And then the latter sports are like track and field, swimming, volleyball, hockey. Well, actually, hockey is a big one, too, um, especially in the Northwest or Midwest. But it's you have to train different ways for each one of these sports. And that's why we reach out to these different athletes. Although we have football, you know, he's going to tell us basically uh, how pro athletes maintain physical fitness or how they get in shape. But most pro athletes, they have to do the same thing, which is conditioning. You have to get that cardiorespiratory up to date. No matter what you, no matter what sports you play, except for baseball, I think the outfielders they kind of just look at the game a lot. Unless you get somebody to take it yard every so often. Yeah, they stick out to run around and chase the. They do the ball, but it's not. If you got a good pitcher, outfield is not going to be that busy. It depends on where you play it. I suppose. Yeah. Let's see. If I'm a right-handed batter. I'm usually going to, I think it's right field that's going to get most of the action, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, so you got to get that hand-eye coordination. And people don't realize, like, baseball is, like, one of those sports that you have to really, really put in the hand-eye coordination. You have to see a small object, and you can't really see it. It's about maybe three feet away from you when you connect with the bat and what have you. But that's a lot of science into that. So those sports like that, it's crazy. But I'm, I grew up playing football, and it's one of the better sports, although it's a lot of, it's a lot of risk and reward in everything. All right. But with that being said... It's about that time to take that first break. So let's see. 
something gotta, good to do. It's got to be break. like football related. Fast feet, quick feet. Quick feet. There you go. Yeah. How about quick feet with a sprawl? Ooh, even better. Mm-hmm. So we want you to do your quick feet for about 10 seconds. Drop down to the floor to the plank position. Hold it for about one or two seconds. Hop back up. Get back into it. Keep doing that until we get back. There you go. And we'll see you after the break. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Training with Tremaine is where you want to visit for your motivation and results. Stop by to find out about our training programs. We offer both one-on-one training as well as group training for corporate functions and organizations. We offer boot camps, couch to 5K, and road to 10K running programs. And coming soon, virtual training. Also, take a look at our store for the best in motivational products like t-shirts in both kid and adult sizes. Visit our site at trainingwithtremaine.com. That's trainingwithtremaine.com. Can you truly expand your possibilities beyond what your normal capabilities are? It's very possible when you can know more, do more, and be more. Tune in each week to Shift Happens with host Karin Weary and featured guest co-hosts. The world is waiting for you to show off your unique gifts. It starts with healing yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Once the scars of our past are gone, we can truly begin to shine. Listen live. Live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Talking with Tremaine. To reach our program today, call us at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to info at talkingwithtremaine.com. Now, back to Talking with Tremaine. All right, all right. You can stop what you do with the quick feed and sprawl. If you did it right, your heart rate is up now. <laughs> but don't sit down and let your heart rate just drop. Kind of yeah. just keep your feet moving and let it come down gradually. There you go. Good job, folks. Good job. Take some deep breaths. Mm-hmm. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Slow and controlled. Go. So we have our special guest and friend of mine, Marcus Douglas. Welcome to the show, Marcus. Thanks for having me. No problem. So first things first, Marcus, usually what we do is have our guests introduce themselves, kind of give a little background about who you are and what have you. Okay. Uh, Like David said, I'm Marcus Douglas. I am a resident of North Carolina, born and raised here in Greensboro. Um, 
after I retired from the NFL after 12 seasons, uh, me and my family decided to reside in Waxhaw, so right outside of South Charlotte. And I, you know, I'm a husband of one and a father of three. I'm a businessman. I'm also a football coach doing football, and um, I'm just excited about life. Well, there you go. Good stuff. So Marcus did leave out. He's also a man of God. He has his ministerial as well. Um, but, yeah, he's just an all-around great guy. I've always respected Marcus. Uh, and Marcus didn't tell everybody, but he, he's a he's a brilliant guy. So just like you said, after that career of the NFL, he's a businessman. So, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. I love it. So, Marcus, uh, one of our first points we want to kind of jump right in is, like, when you're playing college ball, you're getting ready. So you're going from college to the big show as far as, like, the NFL. <clears throat> After the national championship of college football, it doesn't stop for the athletes that are trying to make it to the pros. What is it that those athletes have to go through in order to make it to the next level? Well, it's always going to be a proven ground whenever you're trying to make the transition to the next level. Uh, I myself was an undrafted free agent, so while all of the uh, top-tier athletes heard their names called on uh, draft week, I was one of those ones that had to walk on to a team, for lack of a better term, um, to get my shot. And the journey starts. You have to be in shape. You have to be ready to work out for teams as they come to your universities um, to see if you're worthy enough uh, to be drafted or be uh, in position to sign a, uh, a free agency contract. And so the mindset has to be that I'm going to do whatever. It's a long year. Um, for many of us, um, the easy part is getting a shot. The hard part is making it because now you're sitting in a room with other All-Americans, other All-Conference players, and you're the low man on the totem pole. So what does that mean in practice? That means every day you have to do something to catch the coach's eye. So whether that's making a play, whether that's hustling after the ball, whether that's coming to work early, staying late, you have to do those small things because you don't have the option of not showing up to work. Uh, out of 12 years of playing in the NFL, I never had a sick day, never had a sick day, never called off. Um, it was definitely a privilege to play there, and something I honored every day that I stepped into uh, the facility. Right. Wow. Who can say that about their job? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably no one. That's awesome. Now, from the time I've known Marcus, Marcus has not been the type to just kind of uh, be. Uh, I guess you can say boisterous. I think that's the right word that I'm looking for. But Marcus was one of those ones. He he did get after it. Even in high school, he got after it. He wasn't about a lot of talk. It was just, hey, Marcus, we need the ball back. Not head, go in, make the play. Or he will set someone up to make the play. So, it, and it's just like, it's really respectable. So, I know you said a lot about you have to be in shape. Now, is it true playing football, you don't actually, if you're going to the NFL, you probably won't graduate until after you sign a contract after some time, right? Well, how, how it works uh, now, 
the draft is a little later, so guys are graduating before. But when I came out, I, uh, my last semester of school, I was able to sign my contract about a month before I graduated. So while other guys and other girls are in school receiving their offers to go to Wall Street or to go um, work in their desired jobs, um, you know, I was no different. I knew where I was going. And I was thankful for the opportunity, but at the same time, I knew that long road was ahead of me in order to uh, finally get that shot that I wanted. Um, you know, like I said before, that year of just trying to get yourself in the door is very important because not only are you putting film on tape for your current team, but you also want to make sure that when other teams look at the film, you're jumping out on that film as well. Um, because there are uh, rosters that are stacked. There are rosters that already have a lot of people in your position. So you have to go in there humbled, but at the same time with a chip on your shoulder, knowing that if I put in the work, somebody somewhere is going to see me, and it might not be on this team. It might be on another. <clears throat> it might be on another team, and that's what I'm thankful for. Right. Right. Now, as you mentioned, you, you signed as an undrafted free agent with the Baltimore Ravens in April of 99. For all of us, what is it like as far as fitness from Howard University, which you attended, which is in, in HBCU? I know what Howard is. I have a <laughs> sister who graduated from Howard. Thank you very much. Uh, from Howard. Your buddy, Danielle. The fitness <laughs> from Howard to the NFL. What was the difference in that level of fitness right there? It's totally different. Um, sometimes at the smaller universities, they don't have the budgets for strength coaches. And so when I got to the NFL weight room, I noticed a big difference in the organization and the types of movements that we were doing. You know, football is all about speed and power. And whenever you can mix those two, it's a deadly combination. So when we were there, there were different types of machines that I was accustomed to, but at the same time, I was drawn towards those machines because if those machines and different uh, functional movements were going to get me uh, to be the player that I wanted to be, I was all for it. Um, I couldn't imagine um, that God made such big people who were agile, who were fast, who were not out of shape. They were very much in shape for the position that they were playing, but the combination that they used, uh, infusing speed and power in their uh, game was just, you know, just incredible. Just incredible to see. Yeah. I mean, you, like I said, uh, I've went, I can go back all the way to 1990, I think it was. 91 or 92 or something like that uh, to where Marks was playing football. I remember the yearbook picture that he took. I didn't get to play with him in middle school, uh, but the yearbook picture that he took, it was just like, you know, back then the big shoulder pads and it was just like, okay. Right. Yeah. So, but when I got to high school, I was like, all right, this ain't the same dude that I saw at Allen middle school. Uh, so, it's just one of those things. And Marcus, you have what three brothers, correct? Correct. Two older yeah. and one younger. Yeah, yeah. So, and believe me, it's only one small 
brother, and that's the youngest one. But uh, yeah, so the, your fitness level, seeing it from the college coming in and working out with the NFL because it's more structured, you have more more things that you're required of. You can tell like this required of the movement of the position. Because the game, the only difference between college and pro is the speed of the game, correct? Correct. Um, and the types of individuals who are playing a certain positions. So while at, uh, let's say, at Florida State, you might have a big line, but that big line is not always fast and uh, explosive. But truly in the NFL, from the worst team to the best team, all of those guys have earned their position, and all of them are truly good. There was never a Sunday, never a practice where I did not have competition across from me. So I always had to make sure that I was on my game, and that I, um, you know, that I took my fitness level, that I took my strength, and I took my nutrition later on uh, to a higher level. So, Marco, let me ask you this question, and. Um... I know we're talking with Tyrone. I don't know how it's the same or differs across the different sports. But one thing he was talking to us about, he mentioned when he was in college, they had like strict schedule. You know, this is when you work out. This is when you study. And it was very structured. Um, was it like that for you as well in, in, co- in college? And, you know, did that kind of build a work ethic or strengthen your work ethic as far as being disciplined and making sure you stay on top of your training as well as everything else that you had going on? It was very much strict in college. Uh, during the off-season, we had 545 wake, uh, workouts in the morning um, in the gym. So that's something that I wasn't accustomed to. We also hit the track. So every other day we would lift go outside and hit the track and run anywhere from 100 to 200. Um, you know, then again, you're in an environment to where you're coming from um, um, a standpoint of everybody that's playing in college, they were the man at where they were from. So competition yeah, right. is greater. So, you know, you have to really push yourself in order to make sure that you are getting the best results that you want. So, you know, that was the first time I've been in, let's say, uh, um, <clears throat> a weight room where people were just really, really strong. You know, we have some strong people in high school, but it's different in college. Mm-hmm. And so now you mix all of that into a strong regiment to where I couldn't take a certain amount of classes uh, during the evening because I had to train. Um, my football coach made it very known we are student athletes, but at the same time, um, the athletics are important. So while other students were hanging around on the yard, we were in the weight room um, mm-hmm. during the season. While other students were um, going on um, spring break trips, we had to get ready for spring ball. And so you were always really aware of where you were at during the course of the year because you wanted to make sure that you were in shape and that those freshmen that were coming in were not going to take your spot. All right. Gotcha. So, now, what was your major in uh, at, at Howard, by the way? I was an education major and minor in pre-law. So, like I said, Marcus is 
a brilliant guy. <laughs> so he wasn't taking like these basket weaving courses like a lot of, well, I'm not going to say a lot of athletes take because they probably don't. But like a lot of athletes I know now, they take like health and fitness or something of that nature. But he was taking pre-law and education. So you already said that you don't you didn't have free time in college. But so let's say right now. So from Super Bowl to preseason. So you're in the season. Uh, I'm more than sure that you were not working out as you would during preseason or all season. What were workouts like during the regular season versus the postseason in the NFL? Regular season workouts are – oh, I'm sorry. Regular season workouts are very, very much uh, uh, in the field of maintenance. You don't want to lose strength, but you're not also going in there trying to hit a PR on squats. So you definitely want to make sure that you are keeping your body to a point to where you're avoiding soreness and stiffness um, many times in my careers, I've had several injuries. I've had two ACL surgeries, uh, dislocated elbow, a couple broken fingers. And so, you know, you learn very quick to stick to your routine and make sure that you are building upon the base that you set. But at the same time, you're also paying attention to your body. So when it's time to rest, you rest. When it's time to uh, get some hamstring work in, you get no hamstring work in. Um, and so as you go on year after year, you become very much aware of what it takes for your body to, uh, to, uh, really play at a high level during the season. Right. Now, I know you said you had broken fingers, but tell the people what position you played. I was a defensive lineman. So in a three, four, uh, from time to time, I would play defensive end. Um, but I would slide down and play defensive tackle. And I was always a smaller guy going up against a bigger athlete. So I took pride in being in the weight room, lifting what a guy 6'5", 340 pounds would lift at six one and a half and 280 pounds. I, I, you know, I, I knew very early on in order for me to last, I was going to have to get stronger. And so I would always ask my strength coach, what was the next guy doing? okay, I need to work to that level or surpass it. Um, and so that was just my whole mindset. If I was going to be out there, I was going to be just as strong. Might not be just as big, but I wanted to be just as strong as the next guy. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we we are um, it's about that time where we need to take another break real, real quick, but this is good stuff. I'm, I'm learning a lot. Like, I watch it on TV and stuff, and I went to the games in school, but... You know, this is this is good information. Uh, very, very good stuff. So, Marcus, what we've been doing with our guests lately, we always give our listeners an exercise to do to keep them busy while we're on commercial break. So if you would give our listeners an exercise to do during our next commercial break. I would say drop down and do as many push-ups as you can within 30-second time frame. I love it. I love it. Good stuff. Good stuff. We'll see you after this break. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. 
Training with Tremaine is where you want to visit for your motivation and results. Stop by to find out about our training programs. We offer both one-on-one training as well as group training for corporate functions and organizations. We offer boot camps, couch to 5K, and road to 10K running programs. And coming soon, virtual training. Also, take a look at our store for the best in motivational products like t-shirts in both kid and adult sizes. Visit our site at trainingwithtremaine.com. That's trainingwithtremaine.com. Perspectives with Dr. Badisha Patel is a program that explores emotional management for a healthier lifestyle. On each program, we discuss ideas that support emotional well-being, such as mental illness, relationships, parenting, and family connections, and much more. If you are facing challenges in your life, you can grow and learn by exploring new techniques in dealing with stress, anxiety, and relationships. Perspectives with Dr. Vadisha Patel airs live Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Talking with Tremaine. To reach our program today, call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at talkingwithtremaine.com. Now, back to Talking with Tremaine. All right, we are back. You can stop in those push-ups. So we're going to give you homework right now. We want you to... Email us at info at talkingwithtremaine.com and let us know your number. Cynthia, we're going to be looking for yours, definitely. Cynthia, we're looking for like 100. (laughs) At at least 100. At least. (laughs) But we're bad. We still got Marcus on the line. And I just wanted to point out something that he mentioned in our last segment when he was um, talking about his workout routine and knowing what he needed to do for himself and for his Body. And that's what we constantly talk about. You know, everybody's body is different, but you have to, you know, know your body, listen to your body. And he's been so intentional about, you know, keeping strong, making sure that he pushes himself so that he can stand out. And that's what it's all about. Um, again, we we we're here for you. We can motivate, encourage you all day, all night. But Ultimately, it's going to be up to you to actually make it happen. And that's what he's done. Yeah. You know, like he said, he he was going and asking what the next guy is doing so he can do that and then some. Right. So, golly, man, it's, it's great stuff. So let's talk about the offseason, Marcus. So you've gone through the entire regular season and postseason. How much time did you give yourself off before you got back at it? hitting on weights and trying to get back in shape? When I was younger, I would take anywhere from a week to two weeks off because you do want to get away from it. You do want to let your body heal up naturally. 
That means that your offer of all the painkillers, all of the uh, ice and stem, that's time that you, so you can naturally heal. Um, and much later in my career, that time was shorter because when I first started out, um, uh, I wouldn't say people use training camp to be in shape, but it's not at the level as it is now to where you would go in the off season and they knew that you were, you know, they knew that you hadn't been working out so you could really get in shape. But, the you know, the latter part of my career, I want to say uh, year seven on, I mean, I would take a week off and start right back at it. And you slowly build up. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. You don't want to peak too early. You want to understand where you're at. You also want to um, start moving. I'm a, I'm a big promoter, uh, promote, uh, proponent of moving daily. And so even now, you know, I get up every day. I, I, I do something to sweat. And, you know, that regiment that I started way back at Howard is something that I still maintain today. And, it's, you know, in the, in the, in the total, some current NFL players, they're doing the same thing. They only take a week off, um, start up slow. And during the course of the off season, you're building, building, building to where you're going into that last mini camp. Your body's ready to hit, and you're in shape. That's there you awesome. go. And that's something very important too. Um, just in general, and I know, you know, as a trainer, I have clients who come in and they want, you know, they don't have very much physical activity going on, you know, before they come to me and they want to do this. They want to do that. They want to do that. Or even if they're doing stuff on their own, it's like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do, got to go hard, but you have to make sure you start out at your level, start out slow. It's like he said, it's, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's a process. So you got to make sure you start, start where you're at and gradually increase and you'll, you'll get where you're going. I mean, after all these years, you know, he's still doing what he was doing back in college is consistency, determination, dedication, and intentional. Well, that's a mouthful. That, that is a mouthful. <laughs> and, you know, it just came out. That wasn't even in the script. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. <laughs> but, it's, I mean, it's true. It, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the truth right there. And I think what it is also is that when you're used to a regiment, like Marcus was saying, he gets up early, he still does something to make himself sweat. Um, even in the military, like my aunts and people around me, they know they I still get up early, but it's yes, just it's been so Please, yes, he does. <laughs> it's been so ingrained in me that I'm I'm just ready to go. And I don't like waiting. So that's one of the things, but it's great stuff though. That is really great stuff. Totally. So Marcus, we all know that hitting the weights is a major part of the pros. It's really major. Also, we know that the difference between college and pro Pro ball is the speed of the game, but how important is nutrition for pro athletes? I think it's very important. I think I think right now you, um, I mean, you hit it on the head uh, when you talk about nutrition and athletics. Um, about, I want to say halfway through my career, there was a big emphasis on nutrition. Um, not not where it is now, to where you saw the athletes bringing in the supplements, bringing in, taking care of your body with ice, stem, um, um, some of the therapy stuff. And so I think it, you know, I think it's really important that you listen to your body and, and you can't require anything from your body that you don't 
uh, 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 put in the work to give. So, so, so if you want to run that marathon, you don't just hop out there and run that marathon. You have to fuel your body. You put junk in, junk's going to be out. Junk's going to come out. Um, I tell my athletes to this day, I coach high school ball. Um, you can't require anything out of your body that, 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 that you ultimately won't. Um, um, with Chick-fil-A and all of this other junk and mess that you put in there. Put good stuff in, good stuff will come out. That That's a word right there. Yeah. And look, <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Everybody's just like, well, doggone, I can't go try that Popeye's chicken sandwich now. <laughs> right, but I mean, that's true. And, and, you know, we have a show coming up called Garbage In, Garbage Out, because... You can't, like like I said, you can't expect to get good out of your out of your body if you're putting junk in. It just doesn't work that way. And if you train your body with good stuff, if you put something bad in it, your body will tell you. Oh yeah. And you will be bent over, cramping up, and it's it's horrible. So that that's really good. I know, um, like a lot of people take nutrition really really serious. <clears throat> But yeah, so you coach. What school do you coach at now? I coach. Uh, uh, it's it's it's, a, it's the neighborhood high school that my neighborhood feeds into. So I've been coaching for the last three years, helping out with the D line, and each year, uh, it's so rewarding to see guys get scholarships. Um, some of the guys I've had uh, to move on. Um, I've been in their lives, like I said, the last three years. Some of my seniors have transitioned to college, and it's so rewarding now to get a text and say, Coach, I had my first college practice. Coach, I'm doing well. And those guys are coming back. And that's what it's all about, giving back um, a little bit and investing in these kids that where, um, you know, you can see at the end of the season that they finally got it. And that light bulb has come on, and some of them have gotten, like I said before, a chance to go to college and to further their careers. Um, it's just an amazing um, thing. Yeah. That's now, awesome. you did have – you played for a lot of teams. What was your favorite team to play for? Now, I know one of my favorite teams to see you play for was the Baltimore Ravens. But what was your favorite team right. to, play, to play for? Um, I definitely would say Baltimore was my favorite. Um, to play for because we were just so dominant on defense. But <laughs> really where I grew up the most was San Francisco. Okay. The reason why I say that, uh, being on the West Coast for three years, uh, number one, living is amazing. Um, the climate, the culture, it really helped me grow up. Um, met some awesome people out there that I still speak to to this day. Um, and so those would be my two favorite choices. Um, had fun in New York playing with the Jets, but when you talk about the, you know, what, 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 what team or what teams has my heart, I, uh, it would definitely have to be Baltimore and San Francisco. Yeah. Like I said, we were talking during the break, like Marcus played with Terrell Suggs. He played with Ray Lewis. He played, I think Ed Reed played on that team too, right? Correct. Yeah, so he, I mean, that defense was amazing. Like, I just knew that was my favorite team because of the way they played defense. And they were just, they were nasty, but not dirty nasty. They were just nasty. Like, great day. 
So let me ask you this, Marcus. Now, we've talked a lot of stuff. We talked about a lot of things. But what is some advice that you would give someone to either prepare for the league or to just stay in shape? Well, I think, you know, number one, you have to put it on tape. Uh, you can't just be wishing in the dark and hope for one, hope for one day that um, it's going to happen. You have to put yourself in a position in order to be uh, selected or either have the opportunity to go to the next level. And so that's what I think people don't, don't really understand is you can wish and hope all you want. But behind that wish and hope, and you better have some want to behind it. And as a coach, I can see better than I can hear. So I should be able to see what you're doing. I should be able to see your tape. I should be able to see that you're stronger, faster, and more powerful than everyone else around you. Um, and just, you know, just taking the appropriate steps. Um, I've done a lot of speaking over the years, and I tell people all the time, nobody's being drafted out of high school to go play in the NFL, so you must go to college. So for all of these guys who are not in school, all of these guys who think that, you know, I'm just going to take the gym classes, the typing classes, and not go to school, but I still want to make it to the NFL, guys, you won't get there. And so, number one, you have to be in position, and you have to take advantage of your opportunities. Um, I may mention before that, that in college I had to be ready when those teams would come and work me out. So if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So, you know, you have to understand that and just take advantage of every opportunity that's out there. If it's uh, high school, if you're in high school, you know, let's start with the easy attainable goals. You can't be in high school trying to go to the league. Be in high school trying to go to college first. And then understand when I'm in college, I need to dominate where I'm at in order to put myself in position. And I think uh, the nutrition aspect uh, comes in play to where you have to realize that in order for me to be bigger, stronger, faster, I have to eat cleaner, I have to be more conscious, and I have to be, uh, you, know, you, know, you know, just more visible about the stuff that I put in my body, especially if one day I'm going to ask to get it out of it. I have to. Right. So everything that you said, it just reminds me of a quote that I was working out for when I was at ANT by Herschel Walker. If you train hard, you'll not only be hard, you'll be hard to beat. So that's the part right. of always staying ready. But great. They, yeah, I, mean, I like that. If you're always ready, you don't have to get ready. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good stuff right there. <laughs> I mean, because you think about it, though, some of these players that are going to the draft that are getting these just going to Indianapolis or I think it's in Indianapolis or New York for the draft. They're constantly moving. So they're not actually walking. Marcus had, so he has a backup plan. He had a backup plan. Now he's living life after retirement. So he's not a statistic because most NFL players, they usually broke three years after they retire from the NFL. Marcus now has Team Douglas Properties, which is a real estate um, agency, but I, I want to say it's a broker, right? It's brokership, correct? Yeah, brokerage. Yeah, so, I mean, he's doing some amazing things, and it's just amazing. So, the second part of your homework, I need you guys to look up and come up with some stats that 
Marcus had because Marcus is not a big guy. Although standing next to me, he just like swallows me. So, I mean, you know, they got him listed at like six two two. I think it was what you like two eighty was your playing weight, right? Yeah, well, actually, it was two ninety, but I was never two ninety on game day. I was always <laughs> about two seventy five, two seventy seven. I was, I, you know, I struggled to maintain weight. Um, but I wasn't going to sacrifice putting on weight for speed and power. I wanted yeah. speed and power. And good coaches along the way mentored me and told me that, um, you know, you don't have to worry about being 350 pounds. As long as you're strong enough and you can handle yourself, you'll be fine. And so, you know, I'm so thankful uh, for those coaches who went on to be head coaches. And when I still see them this day, man, they still uh, are amazed about um, what I was able to do coming out of Howard University. Yeah. Awesome. And the thing about it, a lot of pro athletes, they actually drop weight. And you didn't have that much to drop. I met, um, I forgot his name, Jerry Stackhouse. And Jerry Stackhouse, he had dropped a lot of weight because his playing weight was a lot heavier than what he is now. But, Marcus, one mm-hmm. last question. Would you do it all over again? I would. I would. I mean, from the arthritis to the to the to the torn ACLs to the fingers to the stiff joints, I live my dream. And like I tell my son, you don't have to play football because football was my dream. I want you to be the best at whatever you want to do. So whether it's soccer, whether it's piano, be the best at it. You know, I, you know, I'm so thankful that God put me in position to live my dream, and I would do it in a heartbeat. That is awesome. Go. I love it. I love it. Well, that is about our show for today. And yes, I'm still here. <laughs> but I was just taking it all in. I mean, this is just some some great stuff. I I love every moment of it. And thank you again, Marcus, for joining us. And no problem at for, all. You know, I'm part. I'm, Imparting is that the word? Yeah. <laughs> All this great information and knowledge um, for our listeners and for myself as well. This was just awesome. But that is our time for today. So you got your homework assignment. Make sure you log, not log in, <laughs> log your log your homework. Um, email us at info at talkingwithtremaine.com. And until next time, you have a good one. See you later. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to join Tremaine and David Ellis for another edition of Talking with Tremaine next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to see you here next week.